Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Rebecca Rose, and Rebecca Rose is a biochemist. She has a lot going on with her, and I am not going to hold up the audience's time or your time. Rebecca, please tell them about yourself. Well, I am a biochemist, and my day job is the founder and product developer for In Clover Research. And In Clover Research is a company that develops scientifically formulated supplements for dogs and cats and horses. Whoa. So, in what you guys develop, can you tell us a certain type of product or certain concentration you guys have, like maybe uh, dental health, maybe? We do. So, so we focus on the most common chronic conditions that are plaguing uh, pet parents and their pets. And so, of course, dental health is a huge one because 80% of dogs and cats will have dental disease by age three. So it's something that if we can get them on good supplementation, we can work to prevent that before it happens. We also focus on joint health, on allergies, heart health, urinary tract. So anything that would cause discomfort to the animal and then to their human, we have a product that addresses that. That's a lot to take in there. So let me ask you this. Let's go back to your humble beginnings. What in your life made you want to become a biochemist, and what made you want to start this research company? I, uh, I, I grew up in uh, northeastern Ohio, so I know that you're in West Virginia, so, so just not far away, but uh, I grew up in a really rural area where it was uh, a lot of agriculture, a lot of uh, of um, industry factory work and a lot of Amish farms. And so we were used to seeing, just as used to seeing horse and buggy at the grocery store as we were cars. So it was an unusual upbringing, but it was very, um, not very many people left the area. You, you know, it was a, a type of upbringing where you just, you stayed there and families would stay there generations and generations. And at a pretty young age, I realized that I had the bug to get to see more, to, to, to actually travel. And so when I had the opportunity, I used my education to show me the world. And so I became a biochemist and I moved around, I moved to the West. I'm, I'm now located in Boulder, Colorado and uh, completed my schooling. And I ultimately went to work with the National Institutes of Health and Center for Disease Control doing cutting edge research on healthcare and, and how you can get healthier as a human being, even if you have kind of bad practices and you're not being very healthy, what we can do to help supplement and to do things to make you healthier. So we had a huge research project and we were doing a lot of work um, in different countries. And I started looking at that and I realized that I could take the basis of that research and I could apply it to animals, to our pets, and really make, it could be a game changer. I can make a huge difference in the health of our animals. So I started to, I switched out of human health research, and I started to move into animal health care research. And what I discovered was that with our first product, which is Connectin, and that addresses hip and joint problems, is that we could not only 
change the how comfortable the animal is, how far your dog can walk with you, whether your cat can jump up on the bed with you. So really quality of life things. But we could also impact the prevention. And, and so we could look at how can we keep them healthier longer. And, and that to me just really sparked my enthusiasm. And so from that, we have addressed a whole list of conditions and ways to make animals healthier and to have them live longer and have happier lives. And as a company, that's what Enclover has done now for 20 years. That's a long time. Now, let me ask you this. We'll go specific to animals real fast, if you don't mind. Dogs. How many dogs do you have to use for case studies and research to figure out how you're going to get your products to work properly for all dogs? Yeah, that, and that's a, that's a good direction to point us in because that's something that um, there's there are ways to, to calculate that. And so often you'll see um, clinically tested product when in fact their next door neighbor was a veterinarian and they just asked them to test their dog. So what we did instead is we went the, the what we call the ethical route where we said, okay, how many dogs would it take? And we split that out and we did first a proof of concept. So we did about a hundred dogs in our proof of concept. And what we did with that, that was done in um, Northern Colorado. So we worked around areas that have veterinary schools and we um, had people come into veterinary offices who had dogs that couldn't uh, go on a run anymore, had difficulties getting up, had you know just struggled with joint pain and they had tried everything else. And we gave them Connectin and we also gave them, so they didn't know if they were getting the Connectin or they were getting a placebo. placebo. So some of the animals got a placebo. And then we measured over time to see how they did. After that, we figured out that, wow, we really have something here and we need to put it through the scientific rigors. So for that, we went over to New Zealand. Whoa. And there's a, a veterinary school there that's called Massey University. And so at Massey University, we were able to expand our study into what is called a multi-arm study. And so that meant that we had five different locations where we took dogs of all breeds, all ages. So these are pets. These aren't beagle dogs that we're giving um, an injection so that they have arthritis. And then we figure out if we can take care of it. These are people's pets. They've tried everything else. Nothing has worked. So they come into our clinical study. Same thing. We have a uh, one group that's getting the Connectin joint supplement and the other group that's getting a placebo, but nobody knows which is which. And we run through eight weeks of uh, different tests. So we, we have them in addition to making sure it's safe. So we do all the blood work. We make sure everything is safe. We also are doing x-rays. We're looking at um, ability to put weight on the joint. So we have all these scales that are built into the ground and they're all connected to video cameras. And we're measuring how much weight they can put on each paw, each limb. And then after eight weeks, we sent all that information back to the United States, to Colorado State University, head of statistics. And he got to 
unveil it, see who was on the connected, who was on the placebo. And what we found was that over 89% of the dogs that were on Connectin significantly improved and were able to put more weight on their joint, were able to move more easily. And we could measure that through the, the, um, the tests that we were using and that they were in less discomfort compared to those dogs who were on a placebo who saw no positive impact. That, that right there, like, that sold it to me and that would sell it to anybody else because just putting that much research into it, um, that right there, I mean, I can go along with that. But let me ask you this inside of doing this research. So you finish with the research, um, you got all this information here. Um, at home, your personal animals, uh, how did one of your animals take to this? Well, I, um, so when we started the research, my, uh, I had golden retriever and my golden retriever, uh, would do anything for me. He was such a, a golden retriever. And so I just, as soon as I formulated the product, as soon as I made it, which was in a small laboratory, I gave it to him and he is like, yep, I'll take it's great, I'll take it, no problem. <laughs> when we started to scale into the clinical studies, what we discovered was that we had to add something to make it taste better because not all animals are as willing as he was to just take it. So as we went through our clinical studies, we, we discovered a few key things. One is that it has to be in a format that's easy for the human to give. So we started with a powdered product and then we've expanded into a crunchy tablet, which is like a crunchy biscuit, and then a soft chew. So we have all three formats uh, available. And then we discovered that we had to add a roast beef flavor so that, <laughs> uh, that the dogs would take it readily just as a, this is a good thing to have. And so with the powder, you could mix it with a little bit of water and it makes a gravy or with the, the soft chew or the crunchy tablet, you just give it like a treat. So with my dog, so I have, I have two dogs who are um, curled up beside me right now. And one is a tiny, is a shepherd, looks like a little German shepherd. And the other is a mix of Collie and Golden Retriever. And they get the powder sprinkled on their food in the morning. And then during the day, I give them the soft chew, just like a treat. I make them do tricks for it. We play hide and seek, we do different things and we make it kind of a fun time to get their supplements. And they of course, take several of our supplements. All right, so you got that, that there. Now, let me ask you one more question and uh, then we'll move over to cats real quick. Okay. All right, so the dogs, they're taking this, so you're seeing them, uh, dogs are getting stronger and things like that. Did any dogs have like a, a lapse or something? Like if the owner didn't follow the regiment and taking it, did the animals uh, slack or did their bodies build a, a certain tolerance that kept them strong throughout? It, um, so, so with a supplement, you're supplementing what the body would naturally produce if it were healthy. You're not stopping the body from producing it. And so what the most common comment that we get back is that I started my dog on Connectin and I had forgotten how he acted previously. You know, I'd forgotten how much ability he had lost to, 
go on walks and to jump up in the car and all those things. And now all of a sudden he can do all of those things. We're taking our three mile walks. We're going, jumping up in the car. He's sleeping in bed with me now. All those things are good. Then they go on vacation and they don't feel like they want to ask the uh, kennel or the pet sitter to fool with, with supplements. So for um, that length of time, the, the dog is off the supplement. What you'll find is that it will stay in the bloodstream and in the body for about two weeks. And then after two weeks, it will be flushed out of the body and they'll start to see those symptoms reappear. So you do have to continue with the product and you can't just, um, with a supplement that's really been formulated to work, you can't just go in um, and start them on joint supplementation and then pull them off and expect their bodies to compensate. So, so that's something for folks to remember is that if you have a situation where your dog has not been able to run or jump or do those things, um, our supplement isn't going to, it's not going to stop the bodies from producing those joint building blocks, but it also, if you stop giving it, their bodies aren't going to continue to produce them. That makes sense. Now let's move over to cats. The difference between a dog and a cat, if you could summarize it, you know, in, in how their anatomy is set up to move, because cats fall from from high place or jump from high places. And always, sometimes, most of the time they land on their feet in some cases. So they, I don't, I'm not saying that they have a, a more rigorous life than a dog, but they do, most, some cats, you know, do take a lot more pressure, I would feel, on their body. So how does that translate between dog and cat? The, the first thing to know is that a cat is not a small dog. And so we can't treat them the same way. Okay. Supplementation. And so with the, um, with the cat supplementation, cats are carnivores. So they are meat eaters and their bodies, their digestive system and their bodies are different. So the way they're going to take up the nutrients and take up the supplementation is different than how a dog would take up supplementation. The way they respond to things like if, if we continue talking about joint health, the way they respond to having problems with joint health is very different than dogs. So cats spend a lot more time sleeping. So, so they, they sort of go from doing very little to then jumping around and creating a lot of joint distress to sleeping some more. And so what will happen oftentimes with cats is that you'll notice that they're not grooming themselves as much as they did. So you might notice that they have mats in their back end because they're not as flexible to turn and, and, and clean in those hard to reach places. You might also notice things like they're going to the bathroom outside of the litter box because it's painful to jump into the litter box now. So they're gonna show discomfort in ways that are very different than a dog will show discomfort. Okay, and I, and I can get that because I'm thinking about it now and even mannerisms. So um, we got people that are at home with their pets, COVID-19 is going on right now. Um, and we're talking about digestive health now if you don't care uh, mm -hmm. too. What are ways that people can take care of either any type of pet, their digestive health? Because so many people give their animals now table scraps and are 
they they have more time for their pets now, which I, I hate to say that, but well, you do. And I hate to say it because it's a double negative in a sense, because you should always have time for your pets, but they have more time. And, you know, some of their habits are different or they're caring a little bit more, you know, instead of always just going to, um, I'll use this as an example, instead of going to Meyer and buying the Meyer dog food, they're spending a little bit more money uh, on a bigger brand or whatever uh, Perina is doing their, their best with or I'm's. You know, one of those two, they're, they're buying something more now because they see their pet and they're like, hey, my pet's not doing too well. Is there a true difference uh, in buying something more expensive than something cheap? Sometimes. <laughs> it always, it just depends. And and there are some tips that you can look at, just just uh, easy tips that um, it, it, it's, it is important to have a good diet because we control exactly what they eat. And so I have a friend who's a vet who said that um, anytime that somebody comes in and says, what do I do? My dog is overweight. They remind them that their dog does not have thumbs and cannot open that bag of food. So they are responsible for making sure their dog is healthy. And, and, and so in looking at good food, really look at the first five ingredients. And the first five ingredients, you don't wanna see corn or grains um, in those first five ingredients. And you certainly don't want to see sugars um, or fillers like cellulose or rice hulls. You just don't want to see that. So you want to have an, um, a dog food that has meat in it. <laughs> and that's the primary ingredient. And then probably even more important than the 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 food that they're getting every day is making sure that those good nutrients in the food are getting absorbed into the body. And that's where digestive supplement comes in. Okay. So digestive supplementation um, allows those nutrients in the food to be absorbed into the body. So they're not just going out and making really expensive poop. It's, it's, it's taking up those nutrients. So we have a product called OptiGest that has digestive enzymes and these break down the nutrients in the food. So we, they have the type of enzymes that can break down the protein and the starches and the good fats that are in the food so that they are used by the body. And so what you're gonna notice when you're putting OptiGest on the food no matter what the quality of food is, what you're going to notice is that the size and the color of the stool coming out the other end is gonna change. Because now all of a sudden, all those nutrients aren't just going through the system, they're getting absorbed and used in the system. And so that's why the color is going to change because nutrients aren't just going out. And the size is gonna be smaller because now you're, using all of that, those, those, the good ingredients. And, and so digestive supplementation is important so that if you are feeding a better food, let's get your money's worth for it. And if your food is a little marginal, let's pull all the nutrients out of it that we can. Okay. Now let's jump into your website. Could you tell everybody how to get to your website? Our website is inclover.com. Okay. And you have numerous products. Um, joint digestive, skin coat, dental, allergy, heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 
inside of all these, could you tell us a little bit about the products? Absolutely. That we haven't gone over thus far? Because here's the thing that's amazing about uh, talking with you. You have something for every portion of an animal's health. You are basically the doctor for the animal to a degree. I know we have veterinarians, but you have a way to enhance these animals' lives. So could you tell us, let's start with dogs first, because dogs, uh, I'm sorry, cat lovers, I love cats too, but dogs are, are a great interest to us all. If you get a chance to look at inclover.com okay. and, you, and you click on four dogs and you scroll down to uh, where it says whole pet support that gives you an, a picture of my dog, Lucky, <laughs> who okay. is a, a little shepherd. So, so if you see him, what we've done, which is really kind of an easy way to look at overall what we do is we've put the condition and the um, products at, at, for each of our supplements by the area of his body where it's going to help the most. So, so for... Okay, so so definitely this is what I want the audience to do when you guys listen to this. Head over to enclover.com and I'm looking at this too. I've got a little uh, stand here. We're uh, on Zoom, guys, so that's just a little bit out of character. But uh, anyway... She has everything you need to know about all these supplements. Now, um, let me ask you this. Are there any engagements outside of this uh, this um, website that people can reach you at to just talk to you about things? Because you're very well versed in uh, taking care of pets and everything else. Like, is there a certain website beyond this that they can reach you at or an email address or something? Absolutely. And, and, and we, we love nothing more. And especially me as a product developer loves to talk about the products and talk about specific conditions that animals have. So we are on um, Facebook and Instagram at, um, at Inclover Pet. And, and then we also continually monitor a, uh, an email address that is support at Inclover.com. And any questions can come through Facebook or Instagram or support at inclover.com. And if there are technical questions about the product, they'll all come to me. Okay. So there's a, a, a very um, wide way that people can reach you and get in touch with you. Okay. Now, this is something serious real quick. This is kind of like the... Uh, the whole 2020 type deal, Barbara Walters, Diane Sawyer type questions, nothing like John Stossel because he's a comedian. Um, with your two personal animals that you have beside you right now, mm -hmm. um, what has been the greatest satisfaction you have gotten from these products with them? Has there been a trip you went on or somewhere you took them that you didn't think you probably would be able to take them without them taking these supplements? Yeah, I, and I, I do think about that every day because I live on um, a little bit of acreage here in, in Boulder. And, and then beyond us, we have all of this open space. And so every day I take my dogs out and we run. Like, like it's so joyful, you, you know, that we can do that. We can just go outside and we can just run. And I feel like, keeping them um, healthy is, you know, of course I feed a good diet, but at keeping them on the right supplements is really important. And one, one example is that um, 
when my uh, golden retriever was nine years old, he had an ear problem. And so the vet had to, um, he had gotten something stuck in his ear. <laughs> and so the vet had to anesthetize him to get it out. And when I, I went uh, to, to get him, he was, the, the vet tech said, um, I see that we did a dental while he was under anesthesia because he's nine years old and he has the healthy teeth of a puppy. They're beautiful. And I said, you did not do a dental cleaning. You can check, there was no dental cleaning done, but I have had him on our dental supplements since I got him, I rescued him at one year old. And every day I give him supplementation to keep his teeth healthy so that I don't have to anesthetize him any more than absolutely necessary. So that's the sort of thing that we want to have happen with supplements is to keep them at that healthy level. Optimize health. Exactly. Yeah. And that's amazing, that story there. Now let's go on to the Barbara Walters question here because we did a little Diane Sawyer right there. Yeah. All right. Both fear animals are doing very well on this. Outside of your animals, is there a special dog or cat that you've helped along the way that's not yours that you are still attached to? Um, <laughs> so this is, so while we're talking, my golden retriever just decided to jump up on my lap to help <laughs> with this question. So um, probably my favorite is that um, I, I'm still really good friends with my roommate from college and she lives in Oregon and she called me to say that um, she had just gotten a Labrador Retriever puppy and he was about six months old when she contacted me and Gus was having difficulty um, sitting down and getting back up and when he walked it was like his back end wasn't connected to his front end. And he was such a cool dog because I mean, he would, one time when I was visiting, he swallowed a battery. I, I just Whoa. watched it happen and went, holy cow. And, uh, and, 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 you know, lived to tell. And so a um, lot of personality. And when she told me about these problems, um, she went in and had him x-rayed and the vet said, um, he's six months old but we need to put him down because he is a case of bad breeding. His, his hips, he has hip dysplasia. He's not going to get any better. He's going to get arthritis and he's going to be in a lot of pain. So you should put him down. And I said, let's try Connectin. Let's see what we can do. Um, he's got so, he's such a good dog. Let's just see what we can do. So we started him at six months on Connectin and he, the, he went back in on a regular basis for x-rays. He never developed arthritis. He was able to maintain, even though his hips had no ball and socket connection. So he always had that swing to his hips, but he never got the pain or the discomfort from arthritis. And he died a natural death at 14 years old. And, and so for me, that was the, the real success of, of being able to, even though he, he had, you know, it was a bad situation, he was able to have a great life and a long life. Right. So that's a testament to your work. 
Now, the, the last Barbara Walters question, and this is for the future. How do you explain to the next Rebecca Rose how to become you? How to follow in your footsteps? How to intern? How to get involved with you? to be the next Rebecca Rose because you're on the forefront of things. You've, you're a pioneer. Uh, you have accolades that promote that, obviously. So how do you tell the next Rebecca Rose how to become you, how to get in touch with you, to intern with you or however to be you? What, what we do and what we've, we've done for years now is we, um, um, a, a couple ways that we connect with, with uh, young adults is that we have always have two interns that are working at our company. Right now we have four, <laughs> but always <laughs> at least two interns that are working at our company. And uh, we do a lot of work with the University of Colorado Leeds Business School um, and, uh, and, and do a lot of giving back. So I'm on a, um, a, a PMP, a pro professional mentorship program with them. So I mentor um, students. And just before this call, I just got off a Zoom call with a mentee that I had several years ago. He's been out of school now for several years, but it's hard to give up those mentees because they're so great. And so he's now in the workplace and thinking about doing an entrepreneurial venture. And so I'm working with him on how to take that next step. On uh, Sunday, um, another student reached out to me who had heard me talk up at CU and then followed me on LinkedIn. So that's always a good way to get a hold of me is through LinkedIn and uh, actually came out to our farm and we took a walk with the horses and talked about two businesses that she is working to start up right now. She just graduated from college in December. And so I'm always able to, to make time to talk about how to, if you have an entrepreneurial venture or you really are just looking at how can I make it a little bit easier to find the right internship or to figure out what I want to do for a career. Um, it's just fun to just noodle those things and, uh, and use some of the experiences that I have. So how does it feel to be an influencer? Like you, you have so much that you're, that you've given to people. How does it feel like to know that your work's already branched off into so many other facets with other people? How does that make you feel like, do you ever sit back and think like, wow, I have illuminated and I'm saying light up people's lives. Like how, do, like, how does that make you feel like to know that you have enhanced people's lives through your work? enhance animals through your work you really are the difference in between like someone's animal dying in certain instances or i mean and having a longer life with your supplements like how does that make you feel you know when you hear those stories from people well and you know i i can't do i can't take credit for doing anything by myself you know it, okay. it takes a team of people that everything has to come together in order for us to be able to do this. And, and, and even for me to have the bandwidth to be able to talk to the, the mentees and the interns, you know, I have to have a, a team of people who are 
doing the quality and the operations and the sales and keeping the office going and the warehouse going. And so it definitely takes a whole team of people. And we do all um, feel really good about what we're doing. You know, any one of us could be working in any industry and we choose to work in the pet industry because we love being able to help and being able to give back. And we have a very generous team of people who are all, they all have that same mindset. So, so that to me is really rewarding is being part of such a powerful and collaborative force. All right. Now, Rebecca, uh, you said that you have a lot of people that work around you and that help with this. Would you like to give a special shout out to your teams um, to let them know that they're thankful? Because understand, tons of people are going to hear this podcast. And like you said, uh, and, and I apologize because I didn't realize it. I was thinking, thinking solely of just you, but you do have a collaborative team of people that help you around with everything. Would you like to just let everybody know a, a big thank you or anything to that degree? Oh my gosh, yes. So you know, th thank you, Christine, because right now our office is torn apart because we're getting uh, new floors and zhushing it up, taking advantage of the fact that we're working remotely to make when we go back to the workplace that much more of a yes, this is great. So thank you, Christine, for putting up with all of that. And uh, Devin, who is um, building our company with sales and the reason why you can find our product in all these different places. And Hope is making sure that the operations, that the product is there when you go to the shelf. And Anna's making sure that the quality is there. Jim's making sure it's getting sent out the door. So thanks to everybody. And it's, um, it's certainly been, 2020 was a year of resilience and a lot of extra challenges for everybody. So it's just, uh, I, I appreciate the opportunity to just take a step back and say, whew, all right, thanks, you guys. <laughs> now, the biggest question that no one wants to answer, but they do have to answer, what's next? What is next for Rebecca Rose and your company? We are really focusing on education and expanding our company by educating pet owners on how to have a healthier pet. And, and, and that to us is our passion. And if there's a silver lining around all of the, uh, the COVID and the isolation and, and all of those bad things, it's that we've gotten really comfortable uh, at being on screen and at um, doing things virtually. And it allows us to leverage because we can't be all places at once, but where we see ourselves really making a difference is getting this information out to people that maybe don't know that it's not normal that your, um, your Boston Terrier is so gassy that he can't sleep in the same room with you. We have something that will help with that. And it's not normal that you can't get dog kisses because your dog's breath is so bad and we can help with that. Um, so all of these things we, we can help with, we just need to breathe the information out. So it's people like you who are helping us to get the word out. So appreciate that. I definitely appreciate you. And I want to thank you for coming on the show once again, Rebecca Rose. 
uh, West Virginia and Commonplace uh, is a place where we like to have knowledge and we like to find out things. And um, in our little talk earlier, it, it's so crazy that your product is in West Virginia. That's one thing that I that I push. I, this podcast is for every other state, but your product is actually here in rural West Virginia. You know, people can buy it. So West Virginians get out there, take care of your animals. Uh, other states, Ohio and everywhere else, definitely look into everything that's in uh in Clover uh, on their website and all that other uh, great stuff that you have going on. So please, one more time, tell everyone where they can reach you, the website. And uh, another thing that, I, that I'll just ask, and this is off the, um, the off the back burner, do you have anything uh, going on like webinar type deal later on down the road? We, we do. And so if you, if you look at our website, inclover.com, we're adding um, additional information about training. Like I said, that's our big goal. So okay. watch our website in clover.com and you'll see the training. We have webinars and then we also have certification modules for people Ooh. who really want to geek out on um, knowing all about healthcare for their pet. And you can even, we've got the coolest in clover t-shirts. Oh my gosh, with my dog on the back. So you can even do... Um, take some some uh, some quizzes and and have some fun with that also you can reach me at support at Inclover. i would uh, welcome you to um join me on linkedin also and at Inclover pet with instagram handle and facebook okay once again thank you rebecca and you're always welcome to come back to west virginia and commonplace and thank you for being so insightful thank you very much appreciate it